Hello, and welcome to Recruiting and Hospitality from Caterer.com. I'm Lancelot Narayan, and in each programme, we'll be inviting top names from the hospitality industry to discuss issues concerning employers. We'll be talking recruitment, development and retention, and also about matters that affect you and your teams. Caterer.com recently launched its entry-level talent campaign, an industry-wide discussion on how employees can attract and recruit fresh blood to the sector. Over the coming months, we'll be talking to top employers and industry leaders on how we can tackle the issue. Spearheading this campaign is Michelin-starred chef Tom Aikins. In this special edition of Recruiting in Hospitality, I spoke to Tom at his Chelsea restaurant about the campaign and his thoughts on what more the industry can do to promote and create new careers. I began by asking Tom why this campaign is so important and why he's involved. Many reasons. I think Pedro.com really highlighted the key issues that we have in the industry with regards to lack of fully qualified and properly trained chefs. The industry of today, I wouldn't say is quite at crisis points, but it is coming to a pinnacle of fundamental issues. A lot of those come from obviously unskilled, not enough skilled chefs, so uh, adequate training. And I think that all comes back from you know the education of where it starts from, um, which is in the schools. So I think fundamentally, school system is failing our children in terms of the education that they're getting. And then in turn, in return, sorry, it's not giving them, I guess, the sort of adequate routes to go into hospitality. So I think all the way through the process of, you know, decisions being made in their education to it coming up to, you know, their decisions on going into hospitality, there is no real sort of connection. Talking about you personally, just for, for a while, just to give uh, people listening to this some sort of background, what first attracted you to a, a career in hospitality? Was it a bit of a risk in those days? So I've been uh, a chef now for 30 odd years, nearly we now. Know. I know. <laughs> um, and, you know, the industry today is obviously very different as it, as it was, you know, in sort of the, the 80s when, you know, when I had uh, started my career. There are very few of the sort of top quality restaurants that we have today. The work standards, I would say, were definitely not of what they were today. The pay, I mean, everything about it was, uh, was very, very different. Don't need to go into too many details, but I would say when you look at the two in comparisons, you know, very much sort of chalk and cheese. There is no comparison. Yeah, there isn't. So, but the one thing that I would say in terms of the attraction of it was uh, was the excitement, um, you know, of going into a kitchen and working with these amazing chefs, getting the education from them and the learning and the creativity and the different styles of food, which is, you know, which is what I loved about it. But I think with the, with the catering industry, and particularly of today, how it's moved forward into lots of other different arenas and, uh, and to the paths that you can choose, the, the choice is, is so very, very varied. And the excitement, I think, now for, for school leavers to go into all these different avenues is, is huge. And also the possibilities of where that can lead to is also huge. Um, you know, you can do a huge amount of travel with, with food, as we know, the connection of food with people and how, you know, it kind of, you know, unites people together uh, on social media, as we've seen, you know, has been a massive, I think, positive boost for the industry, you know, with chefs now that are very active on the mobile phone, because I keep telling my own children to get off the mobile phone, even though they're five and seven. Um, <laughs> but it just goes to show how animated that people are, you know, with pictures of food and, you know, and how amazed they are, at, you know, how that dish is made, what's in it, etc., etc. 
where we are today is a massive plus from where we were when I was training, for sure. What do you feel young people are looking for today in a career? Sometimes, I believe that the hospitality industry has made a lot of changes in terms of how they recruit, how they attract young people. But what are young people actually thinking? How does hospitality fit that? I think for school leavers and the young today, how they probably view hospitality is probably a bit of confusion, to be honest, because I think the choices anyway for a school leaver to go into whatever career that they are going to choose to do is, as we know, is, is vast and huge. I was very fortunate that I had two parents who kind of, you know, within their own realms of interest, passion and work, pushed me into becoming a chef because my mother was a very good home cook. She did a lot of home baking and home cooking. We lived in the countryside. She grew a lot of vegetables, which were all seasonal. My father was in the wine business. So in a way, it was going to happen one way or another. As I said today, I think, you know, for kids who want to get into the industry, I think the choice of what they can do is, is huge. But as I said, the link between them sort of having a kind of an idea at school, which is kind of, you know, where they start thinking about, you know, the next five years or whatever, just is, is missing. And I think, you know, what skills and tools that they should be learning, and I'm just talking about, you know, the average sort of being able to cook for yourself, isn't that? I mean, even some, you know, it's embarrassing, I find, you know, that you ask the average person, can you cook a roast chicken? And they'll look at you like, oh my God, like, is he asking me to climb Everest or something? The attitude, you know, towards, you know, cooking and being a chef, I think they see all the, the amazing things, you know, on television with chefs being sort of, you know, famous pop stars and, you know, and, and television programs. So I think that interest is there, but it's just getting them into the, the right sort of direction onto getting on the right ladder of what they want to do and what they want to choose uh, in the avenue of hospitality. The industry, it, it obviously, like, like every uh, industry, it needs fresh blood. It needs to keep uh, growing and moving forward, not just for now, but to you know, sustain growth, obviously. How can the, the sector inspire young people towards a career? Now, you, you said there's not enough being done in schools. What can be done in schools? I think largely uh, the government has obviously got to give us some answers on that as well, because I think in terms of there's always this question of funding of these things because you know nothing in this world these days is you know is, is cheap to a to get started or to organize or to you know or to run with so i think you know we need a proper amount of, of funding for education i think the education of food generally should start much earlier i think you know with kids and i have to say you know even with my children uh, and I'm obviously a fully qualified and trained chef. And I, yes, and I cook at home, you know, frequently on the weekends. And yet I have, you know, sadly to say, two girls who are fussy eaters, you know, and even get my daughters saying, um, you know, my food is disgusting. It just goes to show, as I said, about educating our children, you yeah. know, when they have a daddy that's a chef, yeah. you know. So, mm. as I said, I think um, where the education, you know, can really start is with the school kids. I'm talking about in, you know, in primary school where they're just, you know, mixing things and, and very, very simple sort of baking. But then also, the large part of responsibility of this also comes down to the parents as well. And I think, you know, a lot of parents um, as well don't have the natural, natural sort of skill set of cooking at home. 
And again, that has all also largely come to the fact that we're all much busier in our lives. The age of, you know, something being convenient and convenience food, you know, microwave food or ready meals has, I guess, you know, fundamentally been a large part of the last decade, particularly when, you know, mothers and fathers, you know, are working all the time and they don't naturally, A, have the time or the inclination. They're tired when they get back from work and they don't want to cook. And again, that also leads to problems, I think, in terms of, you know, families getting around a table, enjoying food, talking about, you know, the worries and the woes and the days of what they've just done and enjoying food for what it should be, you know, and it shouldn't just be food for fuel. It should be the enjoyment. You touched earlier on the government should be doing more. What should they be doing, do you think? So I think the main, the main issue has been from the government has been the removal of the A-level um, subject in food technology. And now that that has, has gone, it's kind of left a gaping void in terms of you know, a sector that was being educated in and is, is now not. So whether that responsibility now comes, yes, down to parents, but also down to restaurants, hotels, to try and I would guess, you know, give an opportunity to these school leavers and whether that comes across as, you know, us reaching out to the colleges or the schools and saying, look, we can organise a, a stage or a trial for your school leavers who are interested in coming into the hospitality industry. It's something that will really benefit not only us, but also obviously them, because it will give them then a real taste and an opportune moment to get into the industry because once you've got your you know your foot in the door as such as a school leaver i think the excitement of coming into a real life kitchen and seeing the excitement happen there in front of you live you can't beat it i think it's just taking a, a sort of wider look standing back at you know where we actually want to go because i think you know they can see that the industry is in crisis and from all sort of sectors from, you know, from, from hotels, obviously restaurants, and the sort of, you know, I guess, sort of commercial sector of hospitals and armed forces and things like that. So it's not just, you know, restaurants and hotels, it's kind of a broad spectrum of, you know, of everything. Um, corporate hospitality as well. Everyone is, is, is struggling um, to find, you know, skilled and trained chefs and also, you know, front of house people as well. So I think it's, uh, again, in terms of, the bigger picture of, of how you know government can help in terms of you know the education number one is the education system starting it from an early age getting them introduced in terms of you know food um, and in terms of you know basic requirements of herbs and and tastes and and things like fish and meat and how to cook and I've been, you know I've also been involved with, with a couple of um, school invested charities like School Food Matters. And it's, you know, it's amazing, you know, when you go into schools, and I'm talking of kids ranging from, you know, from six up to sort of 11, some of their knowledge is excellent, I have to say, but some is just disastrously poor. You know, when you just ask them, you know, what is this leaf? And it's, you know, it's a basil leaf. And they look at me like, you know, it's a, I don't know, like a banana plant or something. And that's what I mean about, you know, the missing link, you know, between food and kids. When they see fresh food, recognizing actually what it is you know do they know that strawberries only grow you know in the warmer months because they go into the supermarket and they see strawberries are there all the year round so again yes i understand the needs for convenience as i said and having some food available year round but it's not educating our our children you know in the right manner and you think that the government should be making legislation to make that part of a 
uh, every curriculum. Listen, I think in terms of the broader spectrum of, of how we educate our children, you know, there are, there are very big gaps um, that need filling. And, I, and as I said, I think it's more of a, the, the simple approach. It's not like bombarding them with, you know, with, with information. So I think if you look at the rest of Europe, in terms of, you know, obviously French and Spanish and Italian, how they are so immersed in food, and the fact that they don't, you know, when you go into a supermarket, you know, their shelves aren't full of ready meals and things like that. Because it's, you know, it's, it's kind of inbred into them in a cultural way at a very early age in terms of, you know, the mother cooking at home and in terms of, you know, making a fresh tomato sauce and, and things like this. So again, you know, it's all down to responsibility of the government and also, I think, for, for parents as well. On parents, what do you think can be done to inform, I, I was uh, at a small role in Future Chef Springboard's uh, competition. I spoke to a lot of parents, and none of them that I spoke to had any sort of idea. They never even considered a career in hospitality. And these kids are, they're finalists in this competition. I mean, they've done really well. And their parents have never ever considered a role in hospitality for their children. What more can be done for parents to help them to understand that, yeah, it's not bad hours, it isn't always bad money, and there are, there are solvent careers out there. What can be done to inform them? Well, I think it's, it's, it's highlighting um, you know, chefs at the pinnacle of their careers and in terms of the achievements that they have, you know, have amassed over the, you know, a decade or 15 years. And the process of obviously having to get there, yes, it is hard work. You know, we're not going to sort of cover that up, but it is, of course it's hard work, you know, hospitality industry, I guess from the stigma of the past, is renowned for, you know, long hours and being unsociable and, and everything else as well. It's also, you know, the balance of having, you know, the, a quality of life, which we, you know, which we all want, and having, you know, the right working conditions and, and the right pay and, and all of that. It all matters, I think, in today's world of where we are and to attract, you know, the right people um, into the industry. And also giving giving them an education in terms of right, you're doing this, and these are obviously yes, these are these are the hours you're going to be doing, and this is the pay they're going. But also, I guess in terms of you know a sort of a leg up in terms of where they're going to see where they can advance to in their career. I also fundamentally do that with all you know all my chefs and say right, you're going to be working you know here for you know one year, two years, three years, whatever you know their choice is, but. Where is the bigger picture? Where are you going to go? Where do you want to go? Do you want to be a head chef? Do you want to have your own business? Do you want to go and work on a boat? Do you want to go and work in a private sector? And all these things, because they all have, as I said, fundamentally different uh, routes to get to them. But, you know, I think in terms of the, uh, the excitement and the fun that you can get out of them, they're all very different. And that's why I think, you know, with the hospitality industry, in terms of the avenues that you can go to are, are vast. And for example, you know, chefs working in a restaurant as opposed to chefs working in a hospital or chefs working you know, in the private sector, i.e. private household, being on a boat, working and cooking you know, for, uh, for a family at home, doing event catering. There's such a plethora of and avenues of, of where you can go as a chef that wasn't there 10 years ago, 15 years ago. It was just, you know, chef is going to work in a kitchen and, or a hotel and that's it. And in terms of, yes, the opportunities in terms of what you can earn as a chef have also increased. If you go into the private sector, you're obviously going to earn a bit more. But I think in terms of, as I said, the future planning of, of where you want to be and where you want to go is an important part of starting the road as a chef because that also can, can make you go you know, into other arenas of, of, of hospitality. 
You know, there's several industry bodies that work hard to promote careers in the sector and to reach into schools. Springboard's one of them. Mm. Are employers tapping into this enough? Are there barriers? And what if so, what are they? I think there are, in terms of you know, kids at school and the opportunities, you know, when they're coming into their final sort of year of education, there are, you know, in terms of doing, um, I guess, stages or work experience um, into restaurants. I mean, we're doing that here. You know, we're just about to set it up with, uh, with a couple of colleges. We are looking at taking on students, advanced students that, have, that are completing um, their sort of final year. And then, you know, we're going to bring them into the restaurant um, and, you know, have them working a shift in terms of, you know, real life, real time kitchen experience and educating them in you know, the excitement of a real life, life service. Um, and that's what it's about, you know, as I said, in terms of giving them, because the school and obviously the catering, they don't, you know, they don't necessarily always put into sort of real life action of a kitchen service. And for me, that's really where also the excitement is about, you know, how you really react in terms of, you know, getting on two orders or three orders at the same time and reacting to that in terms of, you know, prioritizing, you know, what you're gonna do first or what you're gonna do last and, and all of this. And they don't get that. For us to be able to do that, you know, is exciting for us as, as, as much for them because it's just like, you know, seeing new talent, new chefs that have never been in a professional kitchen and just seeing how excited they are. So there are ways that, you know, restaurants and hotels can approach definitely a lot of schools out there. And a lot of them are very willing to be able to, you know, send out their students to, to restaurants and get them to work in, you know, in a proper kitchen and front of house environment. Do you think there needs to be a more structured approach to it all? I think it would be a good idea because you know, if we look at you know, the amount of colleges or schools that are you know, doing catering, it's not a huge amount in London or you know, all the whole of the UK. But if you look at how many restaurants there are, you know, there are thousands. They are all screaming out for front of house and for chefs. I think it doesn't really take much effort you know, for either a restaurant or a hotel or the college, vice versa to link up to a restaurant and say, look, you know, we've got some school leavers who are looking for some education in terms of working in a kitchen environment, working in the front of the house and doing, you know, a cross-section of, you know, because what we're doing, we're doing like, you know, sometime in the morning, we've got two sets of students, some do a morning shift one week and then the others do an evening shift and then we swap them over, you know, the following week so they get to see the most, best of uh, both services. The opportunities are, are definitely there. So it's just a question of, you know, linking them you know, up together as well. It's always been talk in the industry coming together to promote itself, like I've just said, uh, or, or, or intimated, uh, to promote itself as a, as a really mm. good environment to work in. And UK hospitality has been created, and it's one of their core objectives, as you probably know. Do you feel in the last few years there's been a shift in the sector? Are employers, you know, are they coming together? I mean. I mean, we, you just touched on it just now, and it could, could more be done, if you could elaborate just a little bit. So I think in terms of uh, the difficulties with, uh, with employing new staff and for employers, I, I would say that, particularly in, in London, we are all struggling in terms of getting chefs, even, you know, I am here. But also, you know, I am seeing that chefs generally, you know, we do obviously talk to each other a lot more than we used to, and we're all pretty much good mates, which is, which is good. So really? we, yeah, no, pretty much. And that helps because, you know, we all, I think in terms of when, you know, chefs come in to a kitchen and they do their certain time that they are gonna work, you know, one year or two years, 
that there's definitely scope, I think, yes, for us to work alongside more each other in terms of when you do have levers and where they're going to go and work and how we can help and develop them further by sending them on to, you know, another restaurant and kitchen where they can work. And then we're not going to have, you know, I would say this, this bigger issue of finding that space for when someone has left for another chef. So I think the communication between hotels and restaurants, yes, could definitely be better. How do you see the future in terms of making the industry more attractive? Uh, do you see, do you have a positive outlook about it? I think with the industry, I am always positive because I think there's no other way of, of, of being about it because, you know, it's one that I'm involved with every minute and every second. So I am always going to be positive about it because for me, it's given me, you know, my life and I'm very passionate about it and I love it and, and I don't treat it like a, like a job. It's not a nine to five. There are always challenges. Some may not be great, but there are also others that are really exciting and inspiring. And I think the education, as I said, of every day of chefs and teaching them something new, whether it's the way that they're, you know, they're preparing something or whether it's a shortcut into you know, cooking something that they may not have learned. And there's every day they're learning something new. And I don't think in any other industry where a person can learn so much in every way from all their senses, obviously, as well. The creativity and, you know, in terms of them being, you know, also schooled in organisation and in terms of communication and all these simple things, you know, that we do take for granted. And then once they've got this amazing skill set, and it's just a question of the basics and then of improving and improving and getting better and better. And you can always, as I said, you can always see the progression because every day, as I said, they're always learning and they're always progressing. And I don't think, again, there is any other industry where you can see such an advancement in a person, in their character, in their capability, when they come into hospitality. How do we make young people understand that a role in hospitality isn't a temporary one? It isn't just to fill a gap while they're studying. It, there is a long-term career there for them. I think that the, again, that comes down to purely education and that's from not only the, you know, the colleges, but also the employer. The employer is, is the most important part of the puzzle in this because we are there to guide them and to say, look, you know, this is an amazing industry to come in. And in terms of the length of the career, is lifelong. It's not an industry that you can kind of, you know, dip a toe in and dip out and come back and, you know, because the, uh, the possibilities is huge. And it's also giving, you know, the chefs, in a way, a kind of, you know, dream world of where it can go. For instance, I will often sit down with my chefs and say, look, you're going to be here for a matter of years or one year. I mean, for me, I did one year, one year, one year. I moved on every year because then you progress in terms of your kitchen experience, your knowledge, your salary, of course. But it's then also instilling into them like a wow factor, like, wow, if I do this, I get that. If I go on, I can do this. And it's just giving them that momentum and also the sort of knowledge of where it can take them. Because at the end of the day, I think the kids today, they are, I think, so bombarded, A, with opportunities, but also, I think, not enough clarity of where they can go in this industry. It's an important part of an employer to educate them and to also help them on that road of where they can go. 
And I have done that, you know, with several of my chefs who I can see are, yes, the sort of the rough diamonds and I can make them into a polished diamond in terms of where they can go in their career. And that, to me, is really exciting because I can see, like, a, a school leaver or, you know, someone who's just started out in their career, I can instantly recognise and see an amazing, talented chef very quickly. So I have this little chat with them. I can say, look, I can see something new. I think that you can become X, Y, Z, an amazing chef. I have helped chefs to come to Thomas Keller or René Rizepe, all these things. And they go, really? What, me? I said, absolutely. So this is what I'm saying about giving the kids and chefs a dream of where they think they can go. And it's also instilling in them the belief that they can do that as well. And once they have that, then they can go with it. Tom Aikins, thank you very much. Thank you to Tom Aikins for talking to me about our entry-level talent campaign. And I do hope you enjoyed listening and found the conversation useful. Please follow us on Twitter at caterer.com. That's caterer, D-O-T-C-O-M, likewise on Instagram. You can also search for us on LinkedIn. And be sure to check out our blog, which is blog.caterer.com. Be sure to join us next time on Recruiting and Hospitality from Caterer.com. I'm Lancelot Narayan. Bye-bye.